This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva. Hello and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Candreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, Click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. When I sit down and meet with a new client to discuss retirement, they generally have a good idea of what they want their retirement to look like, at least in broad ways. They quickly rattle off cities and countries they want to visit, adventures they want to take with their grandkids, and what kind of housing they'd prefer. But when we start digging a little deeper and discuss how exactly they're going to pay for those things, many of them aren't able to provide me with specific answers. And you know what? That's okay, because that's what I'm here for. My point is that to achieve your retirement ambitions, to really live the kind of retirement you sit back and imagine during a particularly rough day at the office, you need a budget, a real, thorough, and durable budget that will see you through a 20 or 30 year retirement. During today's show, we're going to take a close look at some of the things you need to include in your retirement budget. But before we start talking budgets, let me introduce Tony, who's guaranteed that he's never going to retire. Yeah. No, I'm uh, as long as my voice holds out. I've told you that before, Blake. (laughs) Uh, You're going to have to do the show with me as long as our voices hold out. Heck yeah. There's no such thing as retiring from radio or uh, broadcasting or podcasting as long as you've got a voice. So, um, but I do love co-hosting the show with you, uh, Blake, and uh, never is a long time, although, you know, I don't know if never say never, but uh, how about we say I'm just really happy uh, in my current <laughs> role and have no plans to exit the stage anytime soon. So Sounds uh, good. this is going to be a good one. Uh, it is. I mean, you've hit upon a great topic because a lot of folks out there, you know, obviously you have some type of a budget or hopefully that helps you uh, cover the bills, set aside money each month for retirement or for an emergency fund. But guess what? Budgeting doesn't stop when you stop working, right? Uh, you still no, need a spending plan. I know people don't like the word budget. Uh, people don't like budgeting, but uh, you have to know what your basic expenses are and what you're going to need in retirement. And that's, again, like you mentioned in the intro, that's where you come along, Blake. Uh, you are there to help people with this. So we're going to look at some things today you mentioned uh, that you need to include in your retirement budget. And I, I'm sure there are a lot of them. Uh, where do you want to start? What's something that we need to make sure we include in our retirement budget? Well, I think it always really just starts off with living expenses. You know, that 
That sure. seems to be something that, while most people think they've got a handle on what they spend when they actually sit down and, you know, go through their bank statements and their credit card statements, they're really flabbergasted, you know, yeah. by the amount Sometimes of- Sometimes we're surprised by our own spending, right? Yep. yep. So that's, you know, that's really first and foremost where you need to start because, you know, while you're working, you're making money. You got a lot of money coming in, you know, you've got lots of opportunities to make more money to pay for the things that you want, you know, but once you hit retirement, you know, and you stop having a stream of income, uh, you know, come in on top of, you know, your retirement resources, then, you know, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And that's, yeah, you need a plan. Yep. You need to have a plan and one that you can stick to, you know, one that's realistic because, you know, you see all these things online about, you know, how much you should spend here and how much you should spend there. And, and I get that there, there definitely should be, you know, amounts that you build into your plan that you only spend a certain amount, but sure, you got to be honest with yourself. You know, if your thing is going out to dinner with your loved one and, you know, you like doing that four or five times a week, then, you know, you need to make sure that that's budgeted into the plan and the kinds of restaurants that you want to go to, you know, you budget that into the plan as well, because if you're budgeting McDonald's, but, you know, you're eating out at Sizzler every night, then... (laughs) You know, that's not, you know, they're not going to really uh, correlate for uh, a good uh, budget that you, no, you know, wait have a set minute, up Blake, for yourself. Now, wait a minute, Sizzlers still exist? Uh, actually, I, I believe that they do. <laughs> I haven't been to one. I know Red Lobsters still exists, which oh, blows yeah, my yeah. mind. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. If you budget for McDonald's but eat at a steakhouse, you know, a fancy steakhouse, then that's going to throw off the budget. So you're talking about living expenses that the, uh, the monthly... Uh, day-to-day and like day-to-day food expenses and energy expenses and monthly expenses, you have to still budget for those in retirement. Obviously, that doesn't stop when your paycheck stops. That just Those bills keep coming. So that is why that's the biggest reason right there to work with someone like yourself, a financial services professional. And I think that's a really good point and a great place to start. And of course, there's a lot of things within the basic living expenses from you know, your uh, electricity and energy bills, water bills, uh, cable, uh, food, as you mentioned, groceries, which are, uh, you know, inflation is is uh, really making these things cost more. So you need a plan that takes all that into consideration. So that's a good point, And that's a good place to start. Uh, but what's another biggie in retirement that maybe people aren't uh, properly planning for when it comes to their retirement budget? You know, one thing, um, I think that really catches a lot of people off guard that we see with uh, a lot of our new retirees is that for the first oh, one to three years, you're probably going to be spending more. You know, you can set your budget, you know, you have all this stuff, but for the first one to three years, we find that people are so excited that, you know, now they've got all this time to do all these oh, sure. things to their house or go on all these trips and do all this stuff, which you should do. But you right. should be honest with yourself, like I said, when making your, you know, your budget that, you know, I've got a backyard I want to redo. 
you know, and now sure, that you so home improvement yeah. projects are one of the things is what you're getting yep. out there. Home improvement, yep. just seeing all the friends you may not have seen in a long time sure. that live all over the country. I mean, oh, so travel. So home improvement and travel are two biggies that you're talking about here. Yeah. In fact, uh, travel. I bet that's a big one when people first retire. Right. Especially like you said, in that first two to three years. Uh, some people even go as far as to buy a huge RV and travel across the country or at least take trips with the grandkids or to see the grandkids. So I bet your travel costs go way up in retirement, at least those first uh, two or three years, right? Yeah, I mean, it again, it really comes down to what you envision your retirement being. You know, those it could just be those first couple of years. It could be for the rest of your life. You know, who knows? But when you work with a retirement, you know, financial planning representative that is really on their game and paying attention to what it is that you need, they will build that into your plan, you know, cause we have, of course, you know, what you need yearly to make all your expenses, your just normal living expenses. But when I sit down with my clients, I talk to them about what they want to do. You know, what is your retirement is sitting on a, you know, sitting on your porch, reading a book going to be enough for you? Or do you want to take a trip? And if you want to take a trip, how much do you want to spend on those trips? And then we build into their plan. Not only, you know, do you have these living expenses of $50,000 a year, but every other year you want to take a vacation for 10 grand or every year you want to take a vacation for five grand. You know, whatever it is that, you know, is going to make whatever it is, that's going to make you feel fulfilled. You know, yeah. it's yeah, exactly. You want to be able to do those things, especially, you know, uh, the first part of your retirement uh, when you're healthy, you know, the go go years, as they're called. So uh, I think that's a great point. And you covered two more biggies there. So uh, travel and home improvement. Um, which probably leads us to another one, which is uh, downsizing or living. Uh, and that's, you know, people might think, hey, that's part of day-to-day expenses or your monthly budget. But really, uh, living expenses in retirement, uh, you need to make sure that's in your budget, obviously. And people might think, well, that's a no-brainer. But um, there are issues with downsizing, and some people might want to move to be closer to family. And that costs money, too, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, if, and that's again, where you really have to be honest with yourself about what it is you want to do. If you're going to be wanting to travel and spend all this time with loved ones that don't live in the area, you know, do you need a house with a ginormous backyard that, you know, takes either you three days out of your week to take care of it, you know, or you have to pay somebody to do it. So that's another added expense where, yep. You know, I just, I mean, I had some clients that had a ginormous house on a beautiful river, um, you know, but now they're in their seventies and they don't want to take care of that yard anymore. They want to be able to come down here to Reno and see their grandson and just not have to worry about, oh my gosh, if I don't mow this lawn for a week, it's going to be a jungle and I'm going to have to have a, you know, weed whacker to just even yeah. get it down to where I could, uh, a baler. Yeah. To bale the hay. Yep. Right. Yep. 
that's yeah that's it so <laughs> well yeah i don't want to be doing any yard work in retirement how about that that's why we're going to downsize to a place where either we can have it done easily or uh you know a condo so a lot a lot of people like a lot of different things some people invest in an rv and spend two years living in out of an rv the first couple of years of retirement it's a lot of people, like you say, have a lot of different things. It depends on what they want to accomplish in retirement as to what they put in their budget. But there are other things that everyone has to budget for uh, that affect us all. What's another big one? You know, another another big one I would say is health care. You know, oh, what, yeah. uh, what kind of ailments do you have? Do you have any special needs that are going to not be covered by Medicare? You know, sitting down with a Medicare professional is another thing that, you know, is a really good idea to talk to them, to just see like, okay, you know, with my current insurance that I have through work, this is what's covered. You know, these are the specific ailments that I have. Uh, Is that going to have any additional costs outside of what I would already pay for Medicare? And You know, if you're going to retire early, anytime before 65, if you're going to retire early, you have to put into a plan. And we say on average, just a thousand bucks a month for regular health care until you get to Medicare. It's costly until you hit 65. Uh, If you're quitting your job where you got, hopefully you got health care coverage at your job and your company was supplementing that. So you got a hopefully a halfway decent uh, health care plan. But once you're off that plan, if there's a space between when you retire and when you're eligible for Medicare, you get you have to cover it yourself. And COBRA is outrageously expensive. And then if you uh, come in, I know you guys there at Nevada Retirement Planners, uh, your team there, Blake, you help people figure out, you know, once they're eligible for Medicare, uh, what they what they'll pay and what they'll need in addition to that or to cover that gap, that healthcare cost gap. Uh, you have plans and things that can help your clients do that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we have a couple of Medicare specialists here in our office oh, wow. that work with us hand in hand because Medicare is a whole nother animal. And yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? But it's gotta be part of the the calculation oh, yeah. for your retirement plans for to cover healthcare costs. It has to be. It really does. So having them here in the office where I can just, you know, if we have that kind of question, that kind of detailed, intricate question that I may not be up to date on, you know, I just pop into their office and say, Hey, can you help us out with this? Um Yeah. You know, so making sure that either your financial professional knows enough about Medicare to give you those answers or that they have somebody that they can refer to very easily in order to get those answers is going to be big. Yeah, I know you guys have Medicare specialists uh, uh, there that help your clients uh, plan for Medicare and healthcare coverage. And I know you and Eric and the staff there work really hard to make sure that people have a written plan in place that includes health care costs. And so you're right. That's probably one of the biggest things you need to plan for in retirement is health care. And leading into that, and you're probably going to mention this, but uh, that leads us to long-term care. That's something that more and more people have to be thinking about how they're going to pay for in retirement because more and more people, as we live longer and longer, 
will end up at the end of their lives or at some point in their lives probably needing long-term care, assisted living, memory care, things like that, right? Oh, yeah. You know, that's that's another thing, you know, where we really have to talk about the dynamics of your family. And, you know, do you have kids? How many kids do you have? Do they live close by? Are they somebody you would want to take care of you? Because, you know, there's a whole different cost for long-term care when it comes to, you know, if you have to go into a certain facility to have, uh, you know, treatments done and all kinds of things, or if you can do it at home, you know, if you have somebody that you trust enough to be able to uh, help you with those day-to-day things. Sure. You know, in home care, in home care, you know, whether it's just, you know, your son or daughter helping you out and helping you with meals or whatever. If you don't have that, you know, who, who are you going to pay and how much is it going to cost to have somebody do that for you? So you have to look into that and include it in your budget. Yep. Yeah. Long-term care is huge and it's very expensive. So Uh, That's something that I know you have a lot of strategies that you utilize to help your clients. Uh, If they do happen to need long-term care, uh, there's things that they can, uh, vehicles that they can have uh, that are cost-effective that will kick in if they need it. And if they don't, that money can go to beneficiaries. Uh, I know there are a lot of different uh, types of strategies and insurance vehicles now geared to help retirees with long-term care. So, that's important, and I'm glad we talked about that. Now, we have time for one more thing to talk about uh, that people are going to, maybe they might not think of, uh, that will need to be covered in their retirement budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, another big one is taxes. I know nobody uh, likes talking I about knew, it. I but, knew that uh, was coming. <laughs> you know. We can never talk about anything without talking about taxes, especially as, it, as retirement is concerned, right? And oh, why yeah. is that? Because um, technically, you're, while you're building your retirement, you're looking to build three different buckets. You're looking to build a bucket of money that's uh, been taxed, money that hasn't been taxed, and money that's been partially taxed. Um, ah, okay. The reason why you're looking at that is because when you're looking at the distribution phase of retirement, um, you know your financial planner giving you your own money back, uh, good financial planners are going to take a look at the bucket of money that it's coming from and how much in taxes are going to be due on it. Um, you know, because if you've got, uh, if you want to do buy that big RV, like we were talking about at the beginning of the year, sure. where are you going to pull that money from? You know, cause if you go ahead and you pull it from your, uh, 401k that you had at work that hasn't been taxed at all all that money that comes out is going to be taxable income. So if you pull a hundred grand out to buy your dream RV, that's going to make it that you add a hundred grand to whatever you made that year and puts your taxes through the roof. Yeah. If you're a 20% tax bracket or 25%, that's 20 or 25% of that money that Mm -hmm. will be taxable. So that hundred thousand in your 401k is more like 80,000 or, you know, it could be depending on your tax bracket and where taxes are at that time. And we know they're going to be going up here eventually uh, sooner rather than later. So that's a great point, Blake. And um, like you just said, you mentioned 401ks. Most 
people have most of their money in for retirement in retirement accounts, retirement vehicles like 401ks, 403bs, and traditional IRAs. And all of those are tax deferred. So when they take that money out in retirement, that's all taxable, isn't it? Yep. Yep. That's why we do, uh, you know, a certain uh, report for our clients where we actually take a look at doing a uh, rollover from your uh, traditional IRA, your to a Roth IRA. So um, for our clients, what we do is we take a look at, you know, how much money they're making this year and what tax bracket they're in and how, how far do they have until they hit the next tax bracket. So at the end of the year, what we could do is, you know, if the next tax bracket starts at $90,000, and they're making 70 for the year with all their deductions and everything that gives us, you know, just to be safe, let's call it $19,000 that we can take and do a rollover from their IRA and do put it into their Roth and they pay taxes on it then. But like you said, taxes are going up. They're all, I mean, especially from here. Taxes only have one place they can go, and that's up, unfortunately. So, <laughs> right. you know, why not pay those taxes now while, you know, you're making money so that, you know, if it gives you a little bit of a surprise, at least you're still working, you can still make that money back. And right. then that way, when you get to retirement, you know, you've already, you've got that other bucket of money now. Um, so if if you have a big purchase you want to make or something you want to do like that, you can pull it out of there. The other thing to remember too, is that when you do that rollover from that IRA to that Roth, it, uh, at 72, you have to do what's called required minimum distributions. So that comes from an IRA or a 401k. And what that is, is the federal government saying, Hey, we haven't charged you any taxes on this yet. And now we want our money. Yeah. So um, they make you, make you take out money every year. And and it's taxable. Oh, yeah. And if, if you're in a fortunate place enough to where, you know, once you hit 72, you don't need that money, you know, it just, if we, if you take some proactive steps and you take that money and instead pay the taxes on it now, roll it over to a Roth IRA, Roth IRAs do not have a required minimum distribution at 72 because government's already got their cut. They're good. You know, and you don't have to take, pay any taxes on the principal or the gains in a Roth IRA account when you take money out in retirement. So uh, that's in that tax free bucket. And so there's a taxable bucket and a tax free bucket and a partially taxable bucket, but that tax free bucket that's why you want to make sure you have at least some in that tax-free bucket in retirement. And I know that's part of what you do and the plans you set up for your clients. I think that's a great point. Man, we covered a lot of big ones today on the show, but we're almost out of time, Blake. So before we go, let our listeners know how they can put a plan in place, a retirement plan, a retirement income plan, and spending plan. Yeah, customers want to put together a plan for their spending and retirement, they can give my office a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Remember, it's our goal 
to make sure that you live the retirement that you've worked so hard for. All right. That sounds great, Blake. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendrave. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.